0: Section 49 Introduction. This is the last of the revelations during March of 1831. The brethren in Kirtland were very pleased when Lehman Copley joined the church. He belonged to a colony of people who were called the Shaking Quakers. However, their formal name was the United Society of Believers in Christ's Second Appearing. A whole colony of these people were located near Cleveland, which was not far distant, and Copley was anxious to have the missionaries go with him to preach the restored gospel to the Shakers. The founders of the Shakers in America was a woman named Ann Lee. She had once been involved in a miserable marriage, and much of her religion was built around her opposition to marriage and the relations which went with it. Anna Lee considered herself the counterpart of Christ. The Shakers called her their spiritual mother, and out of consideration of her opposition to marriage, the men and women had separate quarters. She was also opposed to the eating of meat. People who had children when they became Shakers released their offspring to the community of Shakers as the common offspring of all the members. This was the group Leman Copley wanted Joseph to send missionaries to preach to. He wanted to see if they would respond to the gospel message. Joseph therefore approached the Lord and received the following revelation.
1: Hearken unto my word, my servants Sidney and Parley and Leman. For behold, verily I say unto you, that I give unto you a commandment that you shall go and preach my gospel which ye have received even as ye have received it unto the Shakers. In this verse, the Lord identifies the three
0: missionaries who are to take the message of the gospel to the Shaker community near Cleveland.
1: Behold, I say unto you that they desire to know the truth in part, but not all, for they are not right before me and must needs repent.
0: It is interesting that the Lord, who knows the hearts of all men, is aware that the shakers would indeed like to hear part of the gospel, but reject other parts, and for this the Lord said they should be called to repentance.
1: Wherefore I send you, my servant Sidney and Parley, to preach the gospel unto them. And my servant Leman shall be ordained unto this work, that he may reason with them, not according to that which he has received of them, but according to that which shall be taught him by you, my servants. And by so doing I will bless him, otherwise he shall not prosper. The Lord
0: commissions Sidney Rigdon and Parley P. Pratt to teach the true gospel to the Shakers, and then instructs that Lehman Copley should be ordained, since he has already been baptized, so he can reason with the Shakers and help them see the advantage of the pure Gospel as it has been restored. This will also require the missionaries to point out certain Shaker doctrines, which must be abandoned if these people are to receive the Gospel.
1: Thus saith the Lord, For I am God, and have sent mine only begotten Son into the world for the redemption of the world, and have decreed that he that receiveth him, Shall be saved, and he that receiveth him not shall be damned. Notice that in this verse the speaker
0: is the Father, confirming the fact that his Son Jesus Christ is the official messenger of the Father in sharing the gospel message with the human family. Therefore, those who accept him shall be saved, and those who reject him shall be
1: damned. And they have done unto the Son of Man even as they listed. And he has taken his power on the right hand of his glory, and now reigneth in the heavens. And will reign till he descends on the earth to put all enemies under his feet, which time is nigh at hand. I, the Lord God, have spoken it, but the hour and the day no man knoweth neither the angels in heaven, nor shall they know until he comes. The Father now refers to the
0: treatment Jesus received when he ministered to his own people. Nevertheless, the Savior is now on the right hand of the Father in heaven, and he will continue in that capacity until it comes time for him to reign upon the earth. But no man knows when that hour will come, not even the angels in heaven.
1: Wherefore, I will that all men shall repent, for all are under sin, Except those which I have reserved unto myself, holy men that ye know not of. Wherefore I say unto you, that I have sent unto you mine everlasting covenant, even that which was from the beginning. Meanwhile the message of God to all
0: humanity is to repent and accept the everlasting covenant of the gospel, which is exactly the same covenant as that which the Father has required of the children of men from the beginning.
1: And that which I have promised, I have so fulfilled, and the nations of the earth shall bow to it, and, if not of themselves, they shall come down, for that which is now exalted of itself shall be laid low of power.
0: The Father affirms that before the second estate has run its course, the nations of the earth will have become subject to the Son voluntarily or the power of God will be manifest in such a way that they will gladly
1: bow to its authority. Wherefore I give unto you a commandment, that ye go among this people, and say unto them, like unto mine apostle of old, whose name was Peter, Believe on the name of the Lord Jesus, who was on the earth, and is to come the beginning and the end. Repent, And be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, according to the holy commandment, for the remission of sins. And whoso doeth this shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost by the laying on of the hands of the elders of the church. Now the revelation begins to get
0: down to specifics. It says that the preaching of the shakers against marriage is false, and it is not ordained of God. In fact, the ordinance of marriage comes as a command of God.
1: And again, verily I say unto you, that whoso forbiddeth to marry is not ordained of God, or marriage is ordained of God unto man. The Lord also lays down
0: the fundamental rule of marriage, which is the command that a man shall have but one wife. This is the doctrine laid down by Jacob in Jacob chapter 2, verse 27. And then he says if the Lord desires to have seed raised up unto him, he will give a commandment authorizing multiple families. Otherwise the rule will prevail that a man shall have but one wife. And that is set forth in Jacob's chapter 2, verse 30.
1: Wherefore it is lawful that he should have one wife, and they twain shall be one flesh, and all this that the earth might answer the end of its creation and that it might be filled with the measure of man, according to his creation before the world was made. Marriage is designed to help
0: fulfill the purpose of the earth, which was to fill the planet with mankind according to the Lord's original purpose and design.
1: And whoso forbiddeth to abstain from meats, that man should not eat the same, is not ordained of God. For behold, the beasts of the field, and the fowls of the air, and that which cometh of the earth, is ordained for the use of man for food and for raiment, and that he might have in abundance.
0: Furthermore, anyone who preaches that the consumption of meat is a violation of the commandment of the Lord is not ordained of God. The Lord declares that the animal kingdom is ordained by God for the benefit of man. The animal life is to provide mankind with both food and raiment.
1: But it is not given that one man should possess that which is above another. Wherefore the world lieth in sin. And woe be unto man that sheddeth blood, or that wasteth flesh, and hath no need. Furthermore
0: the hoarding of food, so that some have an abundance, while others have little or none, is a sin. And any man who goes out and wantonly kills animals, so that it wastes their flesh, is also committing a sin against God.
1: And again, verily I say unto you, that the Son of Man cometh not in the form of a woman, neither of a man traveling on the earth.
0: The Lord seems to be going down the list of basic shaker beliefs and denouncing the most fundamental beliefs they have been teaching. He now says that the Son of Man does not appear in the form of a woman, neither as an ordinary man walking over the earth. His next coming will be accompanied by the shaking of the heavens and the earth. Mountains will fall and valleys will be exalted. There will be no doubt in anybody's mind when that glorious second coming occurs.
1: Wherefore be not deceived, but continue in steadfastness, looking forth for the heavens to be shaken, and the earth to tremble and to reel to and fro as a drunken man and for the valleys to be exalted, and for the mountains to be made low, and for the rough places to become smooth. And all this when the angel shall sound his trumpet. But before the great day of the Lord shall come, Jacob shall flourish in the wilderness, and the Lamanites shall blossom as the rose.
0: Then the Lord tucks in a prophecy of his own concerning the Lamanites. He says before his coming these lowly people will have become exalted and blossom as a rose.
1: Zion shall flourish upon the hills and rejoice upon the mountains and shall be assembled together unto the place which I have appointed.
0: Furthermore, Zion, the location of which God has not yet revealed, will cover the hills and the mountains and God's people will be assembled upon them.
1: Behold, I say unto you, Go forth as I have commanded you, repent of all your sins, ask, and ye shall receive, knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Behold, I will go before you and be your rearward, and I will be in your midst, and you shall not be confounded.
0: In these two verses, the Lord appears to be talking to the whole church, but especially to these missionaries. They are to repent of their sins, seek the guidance of the Lord, and then they will not be confounded.
1: Behold, I am Jesus Christ, and I come quickly, even so. Amen.
0: Now we come to an interesting statement. This revelation started out as though God the Father was talking and certifying to the divinity of his Son— Now we are told that it is Jesus Christ that has been talking to us all the time, but giving the message of the Father in the first person. Now a historical note. Unfortunately, this mission was a complete failure. The brethren read this revelation to the colony of Shakers, but they flatly rejected it. Not only did the missionaries fail to convert any of the shakers, but Lehman Copley, the one shaker who had joined the church, lost his testimony and completely nullified the covenant he had made with the Colesville saints. It will be recalled that he had agreed to let them occupy the land in Thompson about 16 miles from Kirtland. As we mentioned earlier, his apostasy created chaotic confusion among the Colesville saints who had settled at Thompson. This eventually forced the Colesville Saints to leave Ohio altogether and take up a forced march toward Missouri. Section 50. Introduction This revelation came at a difficult time for Joseph Smith. Emma Smith was expecting her twins and had not been well. The saints were arriving from New York, and it was a chore getting teams to transport the newcomers from Lake Erie to various sites near Kirtland. This was a pressing concern. In fact, so many converts were coming into the church, it was difficult to manage the affairs of the various branches which were springing up all around Kirtland. This was aggravated by the fact that the manner of worship by some of the converts was alarming to such men as Parley P. Pratt and others because of the behavior of these people. He wrote, As I went forth among the different branches, some very strange spiritual operations were manifested, which were disgusting rather than edifying. Some persons would seem to swoon away and make unseemly gestures and be drawn or disfigured in their countenances. Others would fall into ecstasies, and be drawn into contortions, cramps, fits, etc. Others would seem to have visions and revelations which were not edifying and which were not congenial to the doctrine and spirit of the gospel. In short, a false and lying spirit seemed to be creeping into the church. Unquote. This is from the autobiography of Parley P. Pratt, page 61. Joseph was busy working on the revision of the scriptures, but when several of the brethren complained about the behavior going on in some of the branches, the prophet consented to approach the Lord for counsel. Joseph invited the brethren present to kneel with him in prayer,
1: whereupon the following revelation was received. "'Hearken, O ye elders of my church, and give ear to the voice of the living God.' and attend to the words of wisdom which shall be given unto you, according as ye have asked and are agreed as touching the church and the spirits which have gone abroad in the earth. Behold, verily I say unto you, that there are many spirits which are false spirits which have gone forth in the earth deceiving the world. And also Satan hath sought to deceive you, that he might overthrow you, The Lord acknowledged that there are many
0: strange spirits abroad among the people. Their evil intent is to deceive the world and especially the saints. Some of the members of the church are especially vulnerable to these false spirits which pretend to have messages from God.
1: Behold, I, the Lord, have looked upon you and have seen abominations in the church that profess my name. It
0: was shocking to have the Lord reveal that there were certain wicked practices and various acts of abominable wickedness spreading among certain
1: members of the church. But blessed are they who are faithful and endure, whether in life or in death, for they shall inherit eternal life. Nevertheless, the Lord
0: said that he was very pleased with the saints who remain faithful and were willing to face all kinds of oppression and persecution even unto death if necessary. He said these will be the only ones who will inherit eternal life.
1: But woe unto them that are deceivers and hypocrites! For thus saith the Lord, I will bring them to judgment. Behold, verily I say unto you, there are hypocrites among you who have deceived some, which has given the adversary power. But behold such shall be reclaimed but the hypocrites shall be detected and shall be cut off either in life or in death even as i will and woe unto them who are cut off from my church for the same are overcome of the world
0: on the other hand the hypocrites are trying to pass themselves off as righteous saints but are actually wicked in their private lives, will all be exposed and brought to judgment. Of course it is a terrible disgrace to have joined the church and then be excommunicated because of wickedness and evil practices that have become known among the people.
1: Wherefore, let every man beware, lest he do that which is not in truth and righteousness before me. It is the
0: responsibility of each individual person to examine his life and make certain it conforms to the commandments of God.
1: And now come, saith the Lord, by the Spirit unto the elders of his church, and let us reason together, that ye may understand. Let us reason, even as a man reasoneth one with another, face to face. Now when a man reasoneth, he is understood of man, because he reasoneth as a man. Even so will I, the Lord, reason with you, that you may understand. As Isaiah said, the Lord wishes
0: to reason with his people, so the Lord can be understood.
1: Wherefore I, the Lord, ask you this question. Unto what were ye ordained? To preach my gospel by the Spirit, even the Comforter which was sent forth to teach the truth. The commandment of the
0: Lord to the elders of the church were simple. They were ordained to teach the basic
1: gospel principles of repentance and obedience to God's commandments. And then received ye spirits which ye could not understand, and received them to be of God. And in this are ye justified? Behold, ye shall answer this question yourselves. Nevertheless, I will be merciful unto you. He that is weak among you hereafter shall be made strong." Now they had allowed all kinds of strange and evil
0: spirits to come in among them, and had attributed their strange and evil manifestations to be from God. The Lord asks a simple question. In this are they justified? He lets them condemn themselves. And then he shows forth mercy and pleads with them to repent, that he might raise them up to be strong leaders in the kingdom.
1: Verily I say unto you, He that is ordained of me, and sent forth to preach the word of truth by the Comforter, in the Spirit of truth, doth he preach it by the Spirit of truth, or some other way? And if it be by some other way, it is not of God. And again, he that receiveth the word of truth, doth he receive it by the Spirit of truth, or some other way? If it be some other way, it is not of God."
0: With a phenomenal amount of love and patience, the Lord continues to reason with His weak and wayward
1: members of the church. Therefore, why is it that ye cannot understand and know that he that receiveth the word by the Spirit of truth receiveth it as it is preached by the Spirit of truth? Wherefore, he that preacheth and he that receiveth understand one another. And both are edified and rejoice together, And that which doth not edify is not of God, and is darkness. The test of the
0: various spirits is a simple one. If they do not edify and reflect the sweet
1: spirit of God, they come from the dark regions of Satan. That which is of God is light. And he that receiveth light and continueth in God receiveth more light. And that light groweth brighter and brighter until the perfect day. And again verily I say unto you, And I say it that you may know the truth, that you may chase darkness from among you.
0: The first duty of an elder of Israel is to clearly distinguish light from darkness, both for himself and to those whom he is promulgating the gospel.
1: His second task is to sweep darkness out of their midst. He that is ordained of God and sent forth the same is appointed to be the greatest, notwithstanding he is the least and the servant of all.
0: Now the Lord sets forth a fundamental principle among his servants. He says the priesthood leaders are ordained to be the greatest among their respective congregations. But to be the greatest they must be the servants of all.
1: Wherefore he is possessor of all things. For all things are subject unto him, both in heaven and on the earth, the life and the light, the spirit and the power sent forth by the will of the Father through Jesus Christ his Son.
0: The power of the priesthood makes an elder the ultimate possessor of all things with power over all things, both in heaven and in earth. But this requires
1: that he administer his office through the Spirit of the Lord. But no man is possessor of all things, except he be purified and cleansed from all sin. And if ye are purified and cleansed from all sin, Ye shall ask whatsoever you will in the name of Jesus, and it shall be done. But no elder in the priesthood can exercise his
0: high office unless he is purified and cleansed of all sin. When that refined purity is achieved, the priesthood can ask the Father for any righteous desire in the name of Jesus Christ, and it will be granted unto him. He can gain control of these evil spirits which are preying upon the people. Remember, you are at the head, the Lord says, and these
1: evil spirits are subject to you. But know this, it shall be given you what you shall ask. And as ye are appointed to the head, the spirits shall be subject unto you. Wherefore it shall come to pass, that if you behold a spirit manifested that you cannot understand, and you receive not that spirit, ye shall ask of the Father in the name of Jesus, and if he give not unto you that spirit, then you may know that it is not of God, and it shall be given unto you power over that spirit. And you shall proclaim against that spirit with a loud voice that it is not of God, not with railing accusation, that ye be not overcome, neither with boasting nor rejoicing, lest you be seized therewith.
0: Of course, as the gospel is being restored, there are many righteous manifestations from the spirit world. Wherefore, if a priesthood holder finds it impossible to discern the actual purpose of a particular spirit, he should appeal directly to the Father. And if it is revealed that it is an evil spirit, the priesthood holder should denounce it in a firm voice. But it must be done in humility and not in a railing accusation by boasting of his priesthood power as though it were his own. If this happens, the evil spirit may take possession of him. Only through the power and spirit of Christ can you overcome an evil
1: spirit. He that receiveth of God, let him account it of God, and let him rejoice that he is accounted of God worthy to receive. And by giving heed and doing these things which he have received, and which ye shall hereafter receive, and the kingdom is given you of the Father, and power to overcome all things which are not ordained of him. It is extremely
0: important when you have been able to exercise the power of God, that you attribute what you have done to God and not to yourself. The power of the priesthood is over all things, but only through the power of God, not the priesthood holder.
1: And behold, verily I say unto you, Blessed are you who are now hearing these words of mine from the mouth of my servant, for your sins are forgiven you. Now the Savior extends his mercy
0: to every person in the room and says their sins are forgiven them.
1: Let my servant Joseph Wakefield, in whom I am well pleased, and my servant Parley P. Pratt, go forth among the churches and strengthen them by the word of exhortation. Now the Lord is giving direct commissions to his
0: servants to build up the weak and trembling branches of the church in this vicinity. The Savior knows which servants are temporary pillars that will eventually crumble. Nevertheless, he employs them in his kingdom as long as they can endure the heat and pressure, but he knows it will come in crushing proportions as time goes by. The Lord said Joseph Wakefield is one who is faltering and he was excommunicated in 1834
1: and also my servant John Coral, or as many of my servants as are ordained unto this office and let them labor in the vineyard and let no man hinder them doing that which i have appointed unto them John Coral and other elders with
0: similar callings are to go for it and be supported in their preaching assignments John will do a good work for quite some time, but eventually he will become an enemy of the prophet and later suffer excommunication in
1: 1839. Wherefore in this thing my servant Edward Partridge is not justified. Nevertheless let him repent, and he shall be forgiven. Behold, ye are little children, and ye cannot bear all things now ye must grow in grace and in the knowledge of the truth. Fear not, little children, for you are mine, and I have overcome the world, and you are of them that my Father hath given me. And none of them that my Father hath given me shall be lost, Edward Partridge was just learning his duties as
0: bishop of the church, and he apparently had used his authority to give instructions to some of the brethren that prevented them from fulfilling their missionary assignments. The Lord says the bishop was in error and must not allow bureaucratic decisions to interfere with the direct callings of the priesthood. The Lord then goes on to say that the Father has given him certain righteous pillars and he will not lose any of them. It is interesting how many early leaders launched out with great fervor and then dwindled
1: away as time went by. And the Father and I are one. I am in the Father, and the Father in me. And inasmuch as ye have received me, ye are in me, and I in you. Wherefore I am in your midst, and I am the Good Shepherd and the stone of israel he that buildeth upon this rock shall never fall and the day cometh that you shall hear my voice and see me and know that i am watch therefore that ye may be ready even so amen
0: the savior wishes to remind his followers that he and his father are one he assures them that someday they will see him And the task of each priesthood holder is to prepare for that great day and be ready when the Savior reveals Himself in power to take over His kingdom. Then they will know that He is the Good Shepherd and the Cornerstone of all Israel. If you liked this podcast and would like access to other materials by W. Cleon Skousen, you can find them online at skousenlibrary.com.